right, well, we already violated the uh, first rule. You know, with DJ, he never starts on time. I figure we're, today we're going to start on time, but <laughs> we are still two minutes late. But we are going to make up the two minutes because there will be no stupid news. So, so that, will, uh, that, that will save about 20 minutes of everybody's time right there. So we're, we're already 18 minutes ahead of schedule. Just like that. <laughs> so, so as uh, I thought that we would, you know, have a little Q and A today. But before the Q and A, um, I thought one of the things that would be kind of cool is if we get people's decisions on or people's thoughts on, like, kind of like I wish type of thing. So, if you were made, you know, CEO. You know, on the company, and they were like, "All right, what's one change that you want to make within game? Whatever it is, free, whatever it is." So you you get to pick. So I figured today, what we would do is kind of hear from the community. Um, actually, going to take some notes and kind of put this together, organize it. So because I figure, you know, we can you know review them with DJ and. And have, you know, somebody, you know, kind of, you know, send it over. And there might be something that they can look into uh, doing down the road. I'm sure there may be an idea or two that would be, that would be kind of cool. So what I do want from the community, though, is like as you hear those, as you hear like the ideas or you hear people, um, what, what, what you hear like people bring up or as we discuss, kind of give me like, uh, you know, like kind of a a thumbs up or maybe yeah like a thumbs up or something like that i feel like oh man yeah that would definitely be like really cool so um kind of just seeing you know what the community likes too so so uh something of that of that nature so i kind of get the ball rolling you know for me um one of the things that and there's a lot of things that i would like to see in the game obviously uh because we we do talk about it but one of the things that i think that you know, kind of doesn't make sense um, is that there really should be a slider for everything. Like, whether it is uh, alliance contributions, you know, whether it's, like, opening of tokens in the alliance store, you want to put a steel wall up, so you want to open all your steel walls, or, you know, kind of like anything like that, that pretty much anything that requires, even like, you know, when you're building a ship, you know, instead of going in and doing 10 blueprints at a time, you know, like, why can't there be a slider that says, no, I want to do 100 blueprints or, you know, these, those G4 Epic ships are 650 blueprints. So if you're building one, you basically have to go into the store 65 times to, uh, you know, to build it. So um you know but there's other other scenarios like that where to me it's just like man there'd be so much more convenient to where if basically everywhere there would be like a slider you know to kind of like help uh to, to help it uh you know help speed up some of the things with the gameplay yeah like you know whether whatever it may be so um i definitely would like to see more sliders in the game so what where where needed there definitely seems to be some chat um, where people are in agreement where it would be nice to have some more accessibility to earning 
more directives through the day, whether it's, you know, uh, especially in the rare case. So that definitely seems to be unanimous in the in the chat. Because it's, it's, I think it's the, not the rewarding aspect of the Armada is the problem, but the sinking of their availability plus the availability of players to play. Mm-hmm. And they do need to change that uncommon, um, that 40-plus uncommon chest that offers the opportunity for one, two, five, and ten directives, which is awful, bearing in mind the one that costs like a sixth of the cost, 25,000 credits as opposed to 150,000. You've got the opportunity in there of winning 100 rare directives. Do you know what I mean? The, the sheer, it's just infallible that they actually offer a one directive from a hundred and twenty from a sorry from a hundred and fifty thousand credit turning on them G four chests. Yeah, you know you know there's not enough directive rare directives being thrown around when you're pretty sure there hasn't been like a swarm armada run on your server for like a month. No, definitely not. Really? Nobody runs them on your server? Well it's just what's the reason? I don't know. I'd see them running all the time on mine. I just think that's interesting. Because if they just had the rare credits pay out like an amount worth a hundred directives, then people oh, it's it's definitely not worth it. But people use it as uh, ends um, just to finish their swarm daily. Dailies. Yeah, I, I I think for us like and we do like we typically run a couple every day, um, but I definitely see there's definitely not a lot of swarm armadas being run. I, I will say you know compared to regular armadas, there's not very many swarm. And I think no. it's because yeah. of that, because there's such a, it's so so hard to get rare directives now. There's so many being ran on my server, I can't even find them. Barely. <laughs> so really, he's just being that guy. He's he's just oh, being he's trolling us. He's gonna only have about thirty people. So don't don't. He's just looking the thirty five system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's on a server on his own. So. I think uh, Bubba, you're on. The, I saw you join the stage. What What did you want to What you want to add? Well, I, I didn't want to kill the uh, Armada discussion. I think everything that was brought up is valid, but but I have some other things that I think are no, no, really. No, listen, let's uh, let's do discuss some other things. <laughs> so uh, I think. Uh, first, and thanks, Bubba. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So the very first thing. So I got I got I got level fifty problems. I'm not going to talk talk about those here no one's going to care about those other than maybe you me and gregor and that's okay i, I care um, but <laughs> so but uh the very first thing i mean we could talk about nodes you want to talk about nodes in deep space no um no the very first thing i think is is that every officer introduced in an arc should be available by the time you get to the end of the arc you should have the ability to have unlocked not ranked up not maxed but you should be able to unlock every single officer by the end of the arc. Now, yeah. part of that can be a couple of different ways. You could, you know, Scopely could increase the shards that you get from events, but you know, the one way that they could do it is in the event store. Now, this would obviously take a little bit of coding, but in the event store, if you have not unlocked, say, Jean Jean Picard, and you want to unlock, and you, you know, you're trying to unlock him, his cost is greatly reduced until you get him to tier one. I think if we were to do something, if, if Scopely was to do something like that. It's it's sourcing. It gets people the characters that they want to play with, um, and it prevents the abuse of well, I can cheaply make mine tier you know tier five. But I think that you know you can still have the auctions, which are going to help people level up their officers. You can still have all these other things, 
but just getting them access to the officers, a tier one officer. I mean, as we've always said is tier one officers are very rarely useful. There are exceptions. Jean-Luc is useful at tier one. Beverly is useful at tier one, but most of them are not. And they get more useful right. as you level them up. Um, but it's all about access, right? Get them, get them at least introduce them to these people so that everyone can stop just completely relying on the officers that they have had for two years. It's I'm right. curious, has Sorry, anybody noticed the... Okay, so I'm level 50, and my bracket uh, for Jean-Luc Picard is first, second, third. That's all that gets any points. And the bracket below mine has a first, second, third, and then fourth to tenth, and eleventh to twenty-fifth, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know if anybody else has noticed that, but I, f I find it a little upsetting it's that I have to place first, second, or third. And on 34, there's lots of level 50s, and there's lots and lots of people in my category, in my bracket. Mm. Yeah. I think there's a fundamental problem with officer sourcing completely. And there's a, I think there's quite a simple solution to it. Obviously, we all get ultra tokens. I know they're not in massively plentiful supplies. Obviously, they are with the faction hunts. Obviously, they're putting some in battle pass and things like that. But I don't understand why sort of three months after an arc's finished, they just need to create a new ultra chest where they have like... Uh, um, like a toss ultra chest there needs to be a mud ultra chest and yet yeah, can have other stuff in there so it's not but just so that there is some sort of a grindable path i mean not always putting them in transport so people have got them every day but just as and when i i understand like the gating the time gating of grinding out and getting an officer to max but you know i don't think that kind of grind should be compounded with a grind like a time gate to actually unlock the officer. Unlocking should, like, you can have one or the other be tough, but probably not having both be Right, both be tough, yeah. So, no, I, I think we definitely have, you know, we've spoken a lot about this over the past couple of, of weeks. You know, DJ's been, you know, I think, you know, for the most part, he kind of, like, we have a difference of opinion on, you know, what the grind should be. Like, he... I think he feels like, you know, three, four months to wait to unlock an epic is okay. I think Scopely thinks it should be like six months or longer, you know, and I'm somebody who thinks it should be 30 days, you know, max. So um, I feel that there, you know, there definitely is the consensus of, you know, as Bubba was talking, a lot of people were saying, you know, they agree, thumbs up, preach. That type of thing. I, I think, I especially mean, with all these officers that are in the game now, that there is no reason. I think Scopely had their design for two years ago. I think that the game is not the same. They shouldn't have the same strategy for the officers. They're, they should be much faster into the into the community. Sorry, well, go ahead. absolutely. But another, it's a it's a whole another thing to literally punish higher level players and give them next to no way to get right you know the officer shards now I, i'm i'm sure that there is some algorithm and i don't know what it is so i don't want to i don't want to speak to it so i i you know but i i know what you're saying because i you know we we have the same thing on server 15 um and then there's the whole like i said i'm in the whole favor of they should open it up Every level should have its own bracket, whether you're level 18, it should just be comp competition with the other 18s. Level 40s is in competition with other 40s. 
41s, 42s, 40s. Everybody has their own bracket. And they give out a bunch of shards and going all the way down to, you know, 50th place, you know. And, yeah, maybe, you know, the 13th place in the level 50 only gets 10 shards. But you know what? That's how that's how it should be. To me, they should be giving out a lot more shards and having people have the opportunity to unlock these officers a lot faster. Uh, to me, it's just going to make them spend faction credits to tear them up. Um, there's already a bottleneck with the nanoprobes. Same thing. We're not going to – we've already beat that in. But I, I feel like, uh, you know, uh, you know, to me, they should just uh, – you know the community wants the officers, and that to me is something that they that they should that they should do. So, and once so, you um, once you unlock the officer, it should be available in your transporter pattern store. Like once you unlock it, you should be able to duplicate it. Just like it doesn't you know for whatever, whether it's an uncommon, common, rare, epic, they all should be able to be uh, duplicated in the transporter pattern store. So well, I, I, that sounds awesome. I I don't think there's any way Scopely's going to sign up for that. No, no, not at all. I mean, these are nice sentiments and all, but we're players playing a game, but we're not really playing a game. We're playing a business. <laughs> when you sit here and you make officers more available, you devalue the officer for packs later on in the future. You know how we're chasing Harrison and hundred dollar packs here and there. What we need to come up with as players, and they're listening to us right now, all the True. time, all the time. Yeah, they will only ideas that are monetary positive gains. So, in in the sense like the Armadas today, I was about to buy a hundred dollar pack Armadas, but there are so many people doing Armadas that I couldn't even spend the rares and the epics that I have already. So why would I buy a hundred dollar pack if there's no armada to start? See, these are these are situations where mm -hmm. oh oh I can't spend the money. So now oh let's make sure the players can spend the money. These are situations that they'll probably make changes for. But yeah, the source would definitely benefit from having more armadas out there to run. But the sourcing of officers that's an entirely different game ball game. You have to make it monetary sense for Scopely in order to make them source characters more often. If, 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 they, if you source them too readily, then they lose their value. They lose their value to the company. So that's not going to happen. You know, it's just not going to happen for us that way. So, but it's important to remember that players are people, right? We, we grew up watching these shows and people identify with the characters on the show, not some arbitrary space station that you have to spend billions of steel on. Uh, it's, it's characters and ships, right? That's the things that people identify with. And they, if they can't get the characters they identify with, they're going to lose interest in the game. Now, do I think that they should be able to level up freely and easily? No, I think that there still should be some... That, that should still be something you have to work towards. But... Um, but it's an interesting point. You know, we talk about how new players to the game have it so much easier than we did, you know, two and one, two and three years ago. You know, the packs are better and things like that. If you look at officer recruiting 
trying to unlock an officer in the Epic and Premium packs today, as opposed to what it was two and three years, two and a half years ago, it is so much harder to get a specific shard you're looking for in a pack today than it was before. It is harder for the new players to get officers in packs because there are so many more officers. They've got to do something about the statistics of breaking down the epic chest so that people can actually unlock officers like they used to be able to. Yeah, holding of officers, you know, obtainment. It, it worked well like about 25 officers ago. And now there's way, the pool is way too big to, for the same strategies that worked two, one or two years ago. See, this, officers. this is a situation here where it presents them with an opportunity. Now they might be able to sell more ultra packs by moving some of the Federation officers that are, are, are rare, epic, into the Federation recruit area. And then you increase the value of the ultra pack itself and people might buy those those packs for those shards. Those are situations that, that can easily be changed, rectified a little bit because we have too many officers in the ultra and also mm -hmm. in, in the premium. So you're you're gonna get duplicate shards, you're gonna get uh, transporter right. patterns that are essentially useless because you've already maxed out certain characters. Maybe it'll be cool. You know how I think when you look at the ultra recruit and you look at the premium recruit, I think that there's an algorithm where it has a certain amount of epics and a certain amount of rares. Maybe if those are like custom, if those were custom, if you were able to customize them to your specific, like, hey, these are the epic officers that I would like to have a chance at. These are the rare officers that I would like to have a chance at. And then when you do it, it only does those officers where it's like, you know, you kind of customize it for you personally. Like, I don't need, you know, Kirk. I don't need six of 10. I don't need Khan. Or, you know, I don't need Nero. What I need is five of 10. What I need is, you know, 10 of 10. Like I need those. So, you know, where you can kind of customize it for you specifically that way you can kind of pull like what you need so i think maybe that might be like a great way to kind of like help with some of it that would probably have to come with added cost in terms oh of i'm sure everything has to yeah more so actually we have uh jayberg just came to the stage so what do you have sir well, you guys are talking about officer sourcing. One thing me and several of my Alliance members have brought up would be potentially having, so you have the disc, the way you have disco packs right now, have it for each specific arc and you include all the officers in mm -hmm. there. But instead of having a different currency, you have for each, each different group, you have, say you can spend your ultra recruit tokens and you can spend it on all of them, but it would include your, your downside would be it would include your commons, uncommons, everything, just the way you have discos include all the potential disco officers, but you would have your target-specific officer grouping that you want. So you'd have, say, a pack for disco, a pack for TNG, a pack for TOS, mm -hmm. and you could... I don't know, separate it out more. Yes, because as it is right now, as you guys have said, the ultra recruit tokens are so diluted with literally every officer... That's, you know, all the original officers to me are straight transport patterns, so it's a waste. Uh, that, I mean, like I said before, I mean, you're, it, when you do things like this, 
you're taking away from you're, you're trying to keep players grinding and engaged in the population going. You don't want to overwork the player, but you don't want to make it too easy as well so that you have players playing against each other. You have the camaraderie. It, it all plays in the factors of, of the of the machine, the mechanism. And making it. Yeah, they're just they're just not going to do it until until it makes monetary mm-hmm. sense. Well, well, so what if, what if all officer recruit currency was one currency, and you could spend it in your recruit tab, on obtaining officer shards for any specific officer you right. want? Right. Period. Yeah, there There's no. Yeah, that, that's just kind of what JBig was referring to. Well, no, not arc based. Not arc based. About to kind of oh, doing yeah, away with that and putting them all in the faction store, and then you could just use your fact, you know, just earn more faction credits, yeah. and then. You know, use not, those faction credits to no more. unlock those officers. Everything's no, transporter patterns, no, basically. Yeah, no faction credits, no ultras, yeah. no premiums, just one currency for officers mm-hmm. that you can buy or you can grind or you can win in events, and you spend them in your recruit tab to acquire more gotcha. shards I, I of that know, officer. I don't know if yeah. there's a way to give up the, the profitability that comes from RNG. I don't um, see them doing that, period. Well, and also, that, I would also like to point out them doing this is remember this is this is what I would like to see. This is what I'm wishing for. True. That's right. what you know, this is what you know, this I'd, is kind of I'd also like to point out that dilution is only like. an issue because your officers don't die with the ship when it blows up. And if that were the case, nobody would have a dilution <laughs> issue. Every officer shard would be valuable. Is that your wish, Gregor? Is that when your ship died, you lost that officer? Nobody could ever say, I don't need that officer. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) In this specific galaxy, they did away with the morality of like generating clones via transporting, (laughs) chugging people out. (laughs) Good luck out there. (laughs) So, uh, let's see uh, what else. Let's see what else people got. Let me. Uh, anybody else have some other wishes that uh, they would like to see? Obviously, we spent a lot of time about officers, a lot about armadas, which I, which I figured we would because I know armadas is such a uh, su- such a topic. Of, we not have uh, we not have CeeLo in the audience to come in and tell us what he wished for. Who is this? Never mind. It's an old. I, I did have oh. one idea. Uh, um, territories takeovers, and that was uh, having for own territories the option to you're toggling between two modes of takeover, one v one or twenty four hour notice. Where if you did the one v one, you could be ambushed at any time during your takeover, but it wouldn't be a group of alliances coming after you to stop you, or you can do the option for 24-hour notice where they can come after you with a mob, but you have a day to prepare. Right. And that might be an interesting way to kind of do away with the coalitions, because if, so, if, coalition, if a coalition's bullying your uh, guys around, which happens on my server a lot, you know, you can forcing 1v1 means that if you, if you deserve that territory, you're going to earn it, you know, versus being swapped out by a bunch of Fifties uh, trying to control the server, but once again, bowling is great for business. <laughs> is uh, do you guys, El Tipo? Are you guys 
Is there a lot of action in your takeovers on your server? Mm -hmm. LT people, I was asking, I was just curious. On server 41, do you guys have like a lot of uh, action on your takeovers? I don't hear it. Is that just me? No, yeah, I don't hear it either. I don't, I don't I think hear you're still having issues. Okay. How about our, our territory is completely stagnated. Nobody's doing anything. Nobody's doing it. And that's on 34? Yeah, nobody's moving anywhere. That's okay. partially my you, fault. <laughs> but, yeah. Same thing oh. with my... I had the big coalition, and it's kind of stagnant with occasional waves. And yours? Jaybird, oh. how about you? 32 is pretty dead for TCs. It's it's a rare occurrence that they become contested. Calm? Oh. Calm well, my server was, was pretty interesting on, on 143. Um, I, I believe like a few months ago, um, one, one alliance got ticked off another, and the other one just moved straight over in their territory and just bulldozed them. But it's pretty pretty stagnant right now. But um, I was like, that's a... Like a one on one, like a personal issue. Somebody they probably didn't do oh. it because they needed that particle. They just no, no, it. they just they just they just yeah. said, get yeah. it. We right. can do it. Yeah. And there's yeah. nobody. There's, no. uh, Smash Trek says that they have a lot of action on theirs. Forty eight said that they're stagnant. So um, I'm just curious. I would like to see some of the others. Sorry, I would like to see an occasional reset. Would be great, like every six months or something. Like everybody gets kicked out. I honestly think the easy solution to the territory would be more of like a people mover. Say you're in a territory, five territories alongside like the left side of the map, just basically every alliance just shifts over and the other five on the other side are now available and you just keep rolling it. Make people use the resources, no automatic reset until, you know, you only have maybe like four, four like weeks of, of, in that territory before it's automatically gone. Oh, so it kind of like kicks you out. It forces you to go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And it forces, it, it forces you to have to move back to the right, the right okay. side of the map because you're losing territory. And gotcha. So a couple of, and that's actually, that do seem to be, you know, some people talking about, you know, two or three resets a year. Um, kind of like a clean slate, wipe everybody off, have it re restart. So interesting. I, I don't have an opinion either way on it. Um, so I was just curious, like what uh, I know. You know, Macross talks about the same thing. Like if they change the buff, ugh, they change the buffs or move the particles so people couldn't hold all three. Would that, you know, would that. Uh, you know, could that it's been so stagnant for so long that I believe people probably have enough particles stocked up to it where they might not even care. I agree. No, I mean, we, my, I personally am sitting on, uh, like 9,000, you know, phantom particles because we had double phantom for such a long time. So, uh, so of course, like I moved our lines so that we would have, you know, double sewer acts and quantum because, you know, I don't need phantom. So, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of that going on, um, you know, in some, in some TCs. So, Isol Emulsion's my biggest bottleneck for that research tree. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. ISO is the bottleneck for everybody in my alliance. So, yeah. But, you know, if they, if the uh, refine rates, 
if in three months they reset territory capture, I'm 98% certain my alliance wouldn't go back. We'd be done. Um, we'd be like, all right, I got more than enough particles to get to everything I'm going to be able to get to in the next year. We're not going to worry about it. That's that's you know five times a week. We don't really? have to be on the game anymore. You still need to mine one two. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're not one star, but well, yeah, no, you you know you still want to be able to mine two star and three star to you know one star to get the iso emulsion. You really only need the iso emulsion from the one star if you're not if you're not activating abilities and territories. You don't need the two and three star. It's not giving you much iso emulsion. I mean, I. You know, in mine, so I mean, like I said, that's going to be, uh, you know, to each their own. You know, some yeah, people are going to do it because it does give you some. So, you know, it's it's enough over a week that helps you, you know, do an upgrade or two. The math so, comes in. Yeah, it's not as painful to skip two and three, but there's, there's, there's value in two and three. Right. I think two and three like, you know, we have the mining buff, so that, that helps with, like, our ability to be able to mine stuff. And then, you know, since I have the mining buff, then I, I wanted the protected buff. So it increased our protected cargo. You know, so, you know, you kind of, uh, okay, I like those buffs. So, you know, it gets us uh, the particles that we need, and then that's a nice bonus, you know, for us. But if, you know, which I'm sure a lot of alliances, alliances that are at war, probably want to make sure that they get every advantage that they can so they're probably looking for the pvp buff or they're looking for a, a hull enhancer or something you know some kind of buff like that that helps them with their gameplay no. so i think that that's where pc you know can kind of like help you you know if you if you're alliance that has that that capability and 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 that strategy sorry good yeah like uh not to mention the G3, G4 notes that are in there. Yeah. Or, sure. Yeah. Like, hey, I, you know what? I never mind them there, but they're always free. So, uh, I'll, you know, I usually just go in the deep space, but no, that's that's actually a good point, too. So, there was, uh, you know, we I have 86 members in our alliance, and when we dropped Abilac, um, that has the crystal on it. And, you know, two people were like, man, you know, can we go back and get the crystal? You know, uh, but the crystal had the phantom particle. I was like, listen, like, we don't need any more phantom particle. This is more about, this is more about that. But, you know, definitely out of, you know, 86 members, there was, you know, a couple that were kind of disappointed that we no longer had that, uh, that crystal, that crystal node. So to your point, yeah, that definitely plays a role in some people's. So authoritarian. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we yeah we gotta uh, we gotta open up that democracy over here. <laughs> but uh, someone brought up a point where it's why not have hostiles that drop particles and maybe they should add like you know like scouts like that kind of level of, of hostile where if you're hunting OPC you have a chance to nab the particle but if you own that territory you're more likely to catch it. So would you, are you talking about like having Reds or hostiles in TC space? Yeah, drop okay. particles. I have particles that drop particles. Like a scout. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure if that would lag the system out too many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, once again, it's just the whistlers. Yeah, and actually somebody else brought that up too. Nothing better to do said the same thing. With do we even know why? Hostiles that drop particles. 
Do we even know why we have lag? I mean, is it just bandwidth or is it coding? Do we know? Um, it's definitely I not bandwidth. That, I just think when you look, I just think it's just so much going on that it's it's probably hard to keep track of. You know what I mean? If you, and I'm not, listen, I am not a computer programmer. I work retail, so I do sales. So I, I don't know anything when it comes to this, but I don't know. When I look at how complicated the game is from, I mean, just think about all the calculations that go into play when one ship hits another ship. You know, think about, like, everything that comes into play. It's like all the officers that this person has versus this person's officers and all the research that they have. Like, you put all that in together, I don't know. I'm, I'm a guess. I guess that that's why there's lag. I don't know because I'm not a computer programmer. This is not my cup of tea. I'm just I'm just guessing by like uh, I don't know. When you look at those two things, it just seems like there's a lot of stuff that's going on. And then when you multiply it by eighty people hitting eighty people, you know, I'm gonna guess that that's a lot. I don't know. <laughs> 80 people, 80 people, plus uh, they might have like two or three ships of their own in that system. Not to mention you have other alliances that might come in to assist or something like that. So, yeah, I, you're like talking I said, about I, I, system. Like I said, I, I don't know. It's not, I'm, I'm just guessing. So, so I, I, but I don't know. If they, no if they simplified how they handle stats, there might be less lag in the game. Well, once again, I. I, that's not my. I have no idea. I, I thought I thought I heard something about them addressing that issue, or people still having TC lag, or do they just did everybody just quit TC because of the lag? So I mean, and like I said, as we talked, and everybody was here was kind of saying the same thing. You know, it's stagnant, stagnant, stagnant. So either one of the two things, maybe they did fix it, and we I don't know because I haven't engaged in a in a TC takeover and. Mm. Uh, a very long time so or but i, I don't think they fixed it because people are still saying that there is lag whenever there is battles but um i think that there's you know it sounds like everybody's being stagnant anyway so it, it seems like uh, you know I, I it was pretty much like inter- interlopers people that weren't involved in the tc like made it lag out gotcha so hated so where if it was just if it was just one of those things where it was like pin dropper versus pin dropper and that was the only people that were allowed in the system, maybe that might, you know, that might solve the issue. Oh, lock the systems out. Actually, that would be, be a good idea. Locking the systems out during the takeover only for the two parties that are involved. Right. So... I was, think, I was talking with somebody about uh, the 1701D when it comes out. Like, assuming it comes out of the ship and not a skin, right? I was thinking, like, how cool would it be if they made it a G3, G4, G5 hybrid? Like, the first few levels were G3, the next few Kinda levels like the were G4, the next few levels were G5 based. Yeah, like the sarcophagus and Franklin? Yeah, but those are just two, right? What if they bridged all three? Like, 34 through 50 plus. Right. Could well, all I, I, appropriately I like here. It's going to last me for a long time. Kind of like my, kind of like my argument for the officers. I think there are a lot of players who identify with TNG being their jam, and the Enterprise D resonates with all of them. So, 
you know, there are people that I got to, it's going to be a G5 ship. Well, no, because they, everyone's going to need to be able to have access to it in some capacity. Um, but I, I, you know, I definitely see that it could go G3, G4 because they've done that and they've, you know, they've demonstrated that they can do that, but I would love to see it even go higher, right? It's a ship that I can invest in for the next year and it'll be something it'll be useful. But uh, I, I, I really don't think it can be a skin, right? It's, it, I mean, if it's a skin, it's got to be a skin for one of the non-enterprises because none of the none of the TNG crew do morale, so it would be a wasted position on the the enterprises we currently have. I, I think it will be its own the, ship, and I do the, think it'll skip at least one level. It would be a ship, but it would also it would probably have to be an event ship because the the only way you could really have a multi-grade ship is it not be combat-based because doing so would just say every faction ship is now useless well i think i think if they did do it as a g3 g4 g5 i think it would be very pve focused right not a pvping ship uh and i think yeah i think that would be a great idea and also i mean imagine if they dump a ship in the game right now that even whales couldn't max right they'd be capped by the g4 boundary and like later you could max it which whenever g5 comes out immediate value to g5 right because you've got a ship you you could potentially through packs or whatever move it up start moving it up again right it would push a lot of people to level quicker than they but might that would be amazing right i think i was thinking like god if they do it, it as a ship amazing. and they did it as that everybody from 34 plus would get a taste mm. of it everybody would i mean it would have to be They'd have to really pay attention to the power scaling right. to make it useful through the levels, which what they could easily do. But that would be like I think that would be the best way they could introduce it in some way. Well, they they would, they would have to add a lot of if, it, if they made it PVE oriented, then it wouldn't it wouldn't affect you know all the other ships. So yeah, it wouldn't affect other ships. And yeah, we've already got twelve tiers on G four, right? So even yeah. if they made it like a fifteen or sixteen tier G three, G four, G five, all they've got to do is balance the power at each tier. So that's really the important thing, right? So if they balance the power and like maybe at tier when you go to tier four, your your weapons become double shot weapons or something. You know what I'm saying? Like you could you could they could do all kinds of interesting things, but I think the idea of having it multi multi uh level or multi like generation would definitely you know like tie back to the base because everybody knows that ship and well, everybody so would get they, to play with it they could also in addition to making it a three-tier ship like you're suggesting they could also uh do research that's level locked you know say at level ops 44 there's a research somewhere in a research tree that says uh, the Enterprise D fires twice. You know, all the guns are doubled to 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 scale it to that G four level. And then you know, there's another one at Ops fifty two that says you know the fires and you know something mm-hmm. like that to give it the extra boost that it needs to be compatible with those higher G levels. Oh, when so was when was that now. adding? You know, where would not only that could boost the loot just like the Stella does, you know, or like the rare ships where I think it boosts everything. It boosts the loot, the rep you gain. You know, uh, all, all of these so. Oh, no. I just don't see it happening, though, because it's, I mean, it's an enterprise. It's obviously Federation, so it has to be a faction ship. You Actually, know, it's I'm not lo- something. Hey, remember, this is, man, this is, this is, I wish. This is I wish. 
I know, I know, but I'm crushing your dreams. I'm, I'm just crushing your dreams. No, the real, the real (laughs) dream, the real dream crusher is if we're like a multi-tiered ship. I mean, multi, um, well, whatever. G, go start at G one. Like the new players can get that enterprise, and then they have to level it from G one all the way to G five. And imagine all the whales going back and having to mine all the G1 materials and to have all that stuff. Oh, God. So I think we had, I want to, Arrow, I think he just left because I was trying to get to them. Arrow, did you want to come back on stage? Arrow, ST, FC. It's Arrow, let's definitely saying it right. Yeah. <laughs> what what do you want to add? Uh, I was going to say, my wish list is uh, Isogen nodes in deep space. Isogen node and oh, <laughs> yeah, you that, don't like the that fact would give that us it's only PC. You want to see him out there too as well? Yeah, that would be awesome. Gotcha. No, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Listen, there's definitely uh, there's definitely room for some nodes. Speaking of somebody who spends a lot of time in deep space, I, I would love for there to be some more nodes in uh, in deep space, including Isogen. So I wouldn't have to reload back, but. That, that, that would be nice. I could, I, could, I could get behind that, definitely. <laughs> Deep space TC. Mm. That or research <laughs> that uh, decreases the uh, refinery costs in your isogen refinery that cost part in the research cost particles. If let me ask you, would you rather have it to where the the refinery costs less or just like a better payout? I think costs less. Well, it's just I don't. Right now, I think the amount of mining required on top of everything else you do in the game for Isogen is a bit much. Gotcha. Okay. Talking about the time invested. Right. It to no, I mean, I, no, I agree. I mean, there's Isogen, all the different types of particles, you know, the, the crystal, ore, gas, data. So, um, you know, I I definitely understand that. And then you're you know you're grinding exchanges, you're grinding board probes. So I think that's probably why rating is down. Is because you're doing everything else in the game, and that's probably why rating is down. So there are plenty of people over on Isogen all the time. It's 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 really easy to just go ahead and jack like a, a couple hundred thousand of them. Oh yeah, I'm yeah, over. Well, I, I get that all the time. You know. <laughs> So I, I agree with that. <laughs> so let's go back um, to the, uh, it's your choice what you want to do while at the same time designing mechanics where it's like you're missing out if you don't keep at it at a regular basis versus checking in occasionally. So <laughs> one other thing I also think they need to do is they need to get independent credits more in line with what you get from Federation and the other factions credits. Like say oh, the board, bring, bring the board, yeah. bring the board store in line to where your independent credits match, and it would also be nice if all the officers they have to increase what you can get in the outlaw and the and the augment stores as well, because right now, as many officers as I have that are independent, you know, I can pr- pretty much always have to lap them, and that's a pain in the. Well, it is. Uh... <laughs> It is. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, I think both, you know, the independent credit, even with the bottleneck of the independent credits, you know, it's, you know, the active nanoprobes, it's just as, uh, 
just as bad. It's like, you know, a big bottleneck with those. So it definitely helps or hurts, you know, promote being able to promote all those officers. So, so, all right. Um, I mean, we spent 90 minutes and actually, uh, you know, Jay Berg was nice enough to uh, take some notes for us. So I do appreciate him for, uh, for doing that. So we'll definitely, um, you know, type the things up and, and get them, you know, up to Scopely. And listen, who knows, you know, we may get some, may get some stuff added, you know, down the road, maybe something that makes it to their whiteboards that, that wasn't on there from before. So, uh, so who knows? So, uh, but uh, appreciate everybody's insight and uh, ideas for stuff like that. So um, I think I was going to now, you know, basically spend like 30 minutes and do kind of like an opening Q&A for uh, just just general anybody. Um, maybe it's, uh, you know, looking for an idea of uh, like what, what uh, faction you're doing. Maybe uh, something is got you tripped up or something that uh, is there an easier way to do something that you're struggling with? Uh, you know, there's probably somebody that maybe not me, but there may be somebody here that, that, uh, that, that uh, might be able to help out. So, um, you know, we'll do it here. You can come to stage uh, if you want, or you could type into the chat uh, for some Q and a. So actually we do have quite a few people here. So that's pretty cool. So, um, easier access to the Stella is what Purge wants. I feel like that's pretty easy. Oh, is it? How many Stellas do you add? You want more Stellas? What's better than one Stella? Two Stella? Three Stella? More Stella? Six Stellas? That seems excessive. It's just me. Yeah, how many Stellas? Best place to grind for the Tribune. So. Um, all right, so I, I will say this. I don't, <laughs> there is no place in this game that I have seen where you can consistently get uh, epic shards of the G4 ship. They, uh, I have not seen them drop anywhere. I don't think I've ever gotten any of those. Uh, I will say one thing. So um, I- I'll let everybody know. Um, so this is what I did, you know, just kind of just my my thing. Uh, I have, you know, I'm maxed in ROM. Or, no, sorry. I maxed out and fed uh, 1 billion rep. Uh, then I was like, hey, I want to get a pylon. So uh, I started grinding my Romulan rep. And got all the way to 350, 360 million rep uh, in Romulan. And then I just decided that, you know what? I don't want the pylum anymore. Uh, I thought that it would take me a lot longer to get to 50 than it did. So I said, you know what? I'm not going to build the pylum. I would rather just build a Hector. And then, you know, I didn't want to build the pylum and then be like, man, I wish I had all those interceptor parts. So I just said, you know what? I'm not going to build it. So I'm not going to get a battleship. So I just said, you know what? So I stopped grinding ROM and I switched to Klingon. So I was 350 million deep in the Romulan. I stopped. 
and then I started hitting Romulan to grind the Klingon rep. So I've been hitting Klingon. Um, I'm sorry, hitting Roms. I've been hitting Roms all over the place. So way up in the 50 space, uh, in the Rom, in the Romulan space, I was hitting, and uh, I grinded about 200 million rep up there in the 50 space. And during that time, I got it was uh, I think six or seven pylum blueprints from up there. I got a lot of adores or valdors. I got a lot of those, but I didn't. I only got about six pylums, so I was like kind of disappointed because I killed a lot of ships to grind two hundred million rep. So since then, I've gone to Romulus in the capital city. So one is it's nice because now I'm based at. In, in regular space so I can make exchanges and, and stuff like that. But anyways, I've been grinding at Romulus for the last uh, two weeks, and I've grinded about 200 million rep there. And, I mean, I've killed a lot of Capital City traders uh, during that time. And during that time, uh, I moved about 200 million of uh, my Klingon rep. So I'm about 400 million rep now in Klingon. And I'm now up to 55 blueprints of the pylum. The, the, now, I think it was Gregor who said he grinded a Calvin out of Seoul. The, the G, but I'll say this. Like the uh, the rare and the uncommon blueprints drop a lot better in the capital city places than they do up in the uh, up in the deep space. So if you want a cheap way to kind of grab, uh, I've only been hitting heavies, so I don't. I do go back and I do hit some of the, when those when the smaller ones are there. I'll bring in another ship and clear those out. Um, but I will say this, that they, a lot more of those blueprints, the rares pop in the capital city, uh, in the capital city. So I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there. So people, you know, you know, they definitely drop better blueprints in terms of ship BPs, but I have not ever gotten any epics. So just throwing it out there. So. Oh, to answer your question, the best place to grind them is through the G4 epic. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah <laughs> in your uh in your uh in your Romulan store <laughs> so all right what is the minimum required six man to kill 40 uncommon armada uh with uh no i think yeah you could do it with one jelly and the rest you, I, I do believe so uh, typically i would say a good a good Blueprint is to be in the neighborhood of like 42 to 43% of the power. That's pretty much like safe. Now, of course, like the higher your ACC is, like the better, the higher the ACC of the leader, the better chance you have. But uh, if you're like 20 million, 18 million uh, power, you can easily take out a 41 uncommon. And you can definitely do that with one jelly and the rest G3 epics. Absolutely. Especially the Enterprise. To me, and I know a lot of people speak highly, and I'm not saying that the Augur is like trash. What I'm saying is that the Enterprise performs a lot better in an Armada than 
the auger does. So uh, the best proof for these is five, six, and con. But uh, we have five, six Lorca on somebody. I think that that helps. Some of the triangle officers, if you want to mix that up. But five and six as as those, you know, five is your captain, six as your officer. Uh, and especially because, you know, with the Enterprise, you kind of have the Spock ability. So it's like you have a, another, you know, person on the bridge to help. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, you could definitely do with one jelly and G3 ships. Five, six is captain. Absolutely. So... Um, any other trying out Picard, Beverly, and uh, Data yet? Uh, so, um, I have not. We've seen, we've seen a couple. Um, and actually, I'm sorry, one of the other things I do want to say like, you're don't get caught up if you're five and six or not, like, you know, high levels, even at a low level, they still work great, you know, in these armadas. So, um, but to your point, like, I, you know what? I don't have a lot of research and stuff on the uh, the Bacard, you know, whether it's Beverly or Wesley or Data. Uh, we haven't so, we haven't run too many of those. Go ahead, uh, I, I I did uh, that today actually, and uh, it, the uh, the the Picard Beverly uh, Data starts off a little bit, and I do not I mean a very little bit better than the. Five six X, whether that's con or whatever you're running there, right? Um, but it gets so much better in the you know rounds five, six, seven, ten. You're doing so much more net damage into the into the target with six. It's it's you know when data levels up, I'm sure it's going to get a lot better. But right now, it's just it's not there. Well, what about uh, Picard Beverly Six? I didn't try that. Yeah, so that, that might that be... would probably work too. Yeah. Wait, say it again. Picard Beverly and Six. Yeah, what did you say, Stephen Aaron? I was just saying that would probably work. Yeah. Now, I, and listen, I think that, that it probably is, but, and, and I'm just saying this, and this could be the part of me because I ha- I'm the one that has to pull that that 800,000 rare credits, you know, to pull the uh, the six chests. Uh, I just, you know, with five, you just earn so much more loot, you know, with the loot bonus. I kind of like, I don't know why you'd want to have somebody else there. You know, if, if five does a great job and it, it's helping you, you know, helps you in their armada, and then it helps boost your loot. Like I, I don't, I don't see why you wouldn't want to have her instead of having the card. You know, maybe as a secondary. You know, but I, once again, I just think five and six is going to be your go-to because because of the loot bonus. Yeah, I, I guess I. Didn't think of the loot bonus being probably the, the better feature, but maybe at some point when everyone's Beverly's and Picard's are leveled up, they'll turn into them doing being able to kill Armada's they never could with five and six. Gotcha. Okay. Relevant. True. So I mean, if that's the difference between knocking it, you know, knocking it out and not knocking it out, then then obviously. But uh, yeah, I just uh, you know, for me, I just. I, you know, I never want to give up that bonus. So, um, just because I'm always trying. One of the things, and I'm, and I'm actually testing this now. We're like looking at all the chest pulls to kind of see uh, through my experience of doing pulls. And this is just my experience that doing a max pull gets you more stuff. 
It also gets you like a more variety of stuff. And I'm sure that there's a math equation or something. And, but through my experience of, of running, and I've done a lot of pools and, and spent months, you know, you know, coding or, you know, writing everything down and, and looking at it, that the max pool was like the best pool to do on a daily basis. That you, you got more stuff and you got a more variety of stuff. So um, I recommend, I would rather hold a pool for a day than do like four chests or two chests. I would rather hold it till I got enough to do a max pool and then do, and then do the max pool. So that's been my experience. So I'm just, I'm throwing that out there. So, but it does cost the same. It costs the same, you know, whether you pull one or six. What I'm saying is that, through my experience of pulling the chess, that the max pull has always paid better. So, um, any uh, what other questions, comments? Horn, I see you're on the stage. Did you have a question? What you want to? What you want to rap about? No, I I was listening to what you all were talking about, and you and I had talked about this the other day about. I think different crews bring kind of different things to, you know, these big armadas. Um, and I, you know, I would just reiterate that, you know, the same crew through five, six, seven people probably isn't as useful as we think it is. You know, being able to mix up, you know, for the people who, who ground out a Lorca or, you know, somebody like that, you know, Throwing them on with, you know, a bunch of five, six cons probably brings you something different or maybe even, and I would say this, something better than just a uniform crew throughout. And, you know, I I mean, does anybody else have any experience with that? So we we talked about this uh, last week a little bit. uh, And then we had the pod, we did the YouTube stream the other day and it is you know it's definitely uh one of those things where it can be beneficial where i think the most important thing is five and six so um that's definitely the case i think what it is is that if you're somebody who has Lorca, that it's and you're probably in a scenario where you and maybe two or three other people in your alliance have it like that's okay like you know you having Lorca on there that helps with the uh, with the hole breach. It helps improve the uh, the critical hit damage. So it's definitely you know nice to have. So I don't think anybody's ever going to tell you when you know. For us, I know you show up to an armada and you have five six Lorca. Like you're not going to get any complaint from anybody on the armada. Now, if you show up without five and six, like I think that's where you're going to get the complaint from the leader. So I think five and six is definitely it makes a huge difference and can be the difference between winning and losing in an armada as opposed to having Lorca. Like Lorca just helps. So you show up with Lorca, it, it's it's you know you're just going to help you know the ones that that do have five, six, and con. They're gonna you know it's going to help. I think it's just and a lot of people are kind of mentioning this and we mentioned it before when you start trying to have okay you bring. You bring Lorca, you bring, you know, Kang, you bring whatever. You bring, it just starts to get, 
more of a pain to organize when you're when you're trying to as as Wayne posted hurt cats. So but yeah, uh Lorca is definitely somebody that if you have there ain't gonna be anybody complaining if you show up with five six Lorca. Yeah, I, I, I think uh we from our standpoint and I'll I'll say this, I'm I'm in BG's uh alliance. I think we probably pinned down our Armada crews. I, I, I think we've done a we did that early, and we I, I think mm-hmm. we did a pretty good job of that. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. and we've got them. You know, they're 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 pretty much laid out. And when you show up to an Armada, just about everybody shows up with five six con. And I, you know, I, I I'm not sure you can go wrong with that. I I, I guess the other thing I would say is. You know, five six Lorca. You know, I ground that out. I thought he was going to be better than he was, and you know, you know, I'm. Did I did I misread his captain's ability? Uh, you know, go back to DJ, <laughs> DJ's uh, 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 podcast about that. I I don't know if I misread it or I overestimated it. I I, I think it's probably the latter. Um, but in the end, I would say this also. You know, as these new officers get introduced, um, I, I hope we all kind of just, you know, keep experimenting. So, because I, I think we, we've, we've got our Armada crews pinned down pretty much. But, you, you know, you never know when Scopely's going to throw you a little, uh, you know, curveball and introduce somebody who does something you, you, you know, yeah. you don't think they're going to do. And I think, you know, that's the one thing about the community here that when something comes out and it's big and it's breaking, like we're, we're all going to find out pretty quickly, you know, and then we'll be able to take it back to our alliances. So yeah, definitely, you know, for science, as we say, sometimes do it for science to see how how it comes out. And and the the, the last thing I will say is we still, you know, Wesley Crusher, (laughs) what is he really going to do? I, I'm still not sure. <laughs> I think it's going to take time. <laughs> He's going to win you, make it so. Yeah, he could. He could definitely <laughs> help with that. <laughs> so, hey. so I, I, I will explain. Just Wesley Crusher next to Picard, potentially with Beverly. You know that that's the three combo on a tier one ship when you have no chance at getting the stats. There is a there is that is the use case for Wesley Crusher, and I think he's going to help you make that tier one ship far more effective. Maybe it's level locked. Maybe it's something else. It's going to make that ship far more effective by increasing those bonuses, maximizing those bonuses much much faster than you could ever do with any other group. Oh, I like that. That, that sounds good. So Wesley Crusher for kids. But uh, Wesley Crusher. Hold on a second. He's he's essentially like that stopgap for the people that slacked off and didn't get Beverly last month in the hundred R pack to use as a hostile crew, because you're gonna go, you're gonna do Beverly, Picard, and like Chen on the side or Talon as a hostile crew, and if you don't have Beverly, then you're gonna slap Wesley Crusher in there instead, so you can actually get some kind of a bonus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Are you guys uh, 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 is slacking off? 
What's that? Not buying a pack is slacking off. No, I'm not necessarily saying that's slacking off, but people that didn't people that didn't go after Beverly last month, and you know, just they looked at her and just were like, "Oh, how's that going to be useful?" Me myself, I've I've got Giorgio and I've got Ash and I've got Lorca and I've got Kidley, but I don't have an officer that I could put in the middle for Shield Generation. When Beverly came out, that's why I had to get her because it works on Augur. It makes it it makes my Augur better than if I had gotten an Enterprise. It takes more damage and and I deal more damage now. Well, I definitely have no judgment because I also got the pack. <laughs> Well, you know, a lot of people, yeah, do that. It's, you know, it's just like sheep. It comes out, we get it. Yeah, occasionally, there's the officer that I personally would find my, find the value in, worth the pack, and last mm-hmm. it felt that way were Beverly and Dupont. Oh, I definitely saw Beverly is that's that's a hundred dollar. Got it. Got to get. Got to get. What other? Uh, I'm just. Anybody else have questions, comments? Inquiries, inquiring minds want to know. Just want to, you know, keep the chat going, see what people are discussing. What, uh, what event types did you like in this arc? Like these last two arcs that you hadn't seen before and want to see more of? Um, I have, yeah, I have not tried, uh, Bacard on the swarms. Uh, so I was uh, very fortunate. So Infinite Key, I was very fortunate uh, that I had a, well, I had a ton of uncommon. Uh, when the Armadas first came out with the swarm, we ran, I ran a lot of Armadas because I wanted to get my Jayla to tier two. So uh, my Jayla is tier two, so I pretty much just use her for the Armada. So she fires an extra two shots. So that's why I kind of, you know, I've been trying. You know, when it comes to the Swarm, I pretty much just stick. I just stick with Jayla. Uh, she's just so, so effective on it. So I use, uh, uh, yeah, I've been, so, and I, and I don't have the card. So when the Bacard auction came around, there was uh, uh, I was we were lucky where well not lucky but uh, I was at my alliance had the top three spots so I wasn't gonna like snipe one of my guys so um, I, I yeah 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 so I yeah so I didn't I didn't go after uh, the card because I didn't want to snipe one of my guys so no, you're such a thank sweetheart. you BG. Yeah, <laughs> so it's just just one of those. See, infinite key. See, you snipe Gregor. See, that's uh. That, well, you guys aren't in the same. Aren't you in the same alliance? Oh yeah, no. See, that's okay. So you're in the same alliance. That's that's wrong. <laughs> that's wrong. <laughs> so, so you should. Hey, you should tell them that you you could have caught me in the last like one hour, and you did not. No, no. I, I like I said. I usually. Uh, I don't. No, nah, that's not. No, you you earned that event. I was I was uh, doing some other. I I you know was doing some other stuff. So that wasn't me. That was all you. That was all you. So um, and I chose not to have enough to spend to win. <laughs> that hey, listen, that that's your right. <laughs> so for grinding of swarms, uh, I will. The Pike Moreau, I use Pike Moreau Jayla to kill the 50s. 
and uh, then I will go down. Sometimes I will grind the 46s, and I will put uh, Jayla as captain and Kang on the side and 5 of 10 on the other side. So those are the two crews I use for, for uh, Swarm that I found that got me the best results. So um, if I want to grind some mods, you know, some Mark IIs, then I, I put Jayla, Five, and Kang. And then to do the best that I can do in terms of killing Demos 50s at one time for my dailies, I think I can, uh, I think I can do eight uh, with my tier. I think I have a tier 10 Franklin A. And that's Pike, Moreau, and Jayla. So there's, uh, I think, uh, Right Turn Clyde posted um, what he uses on, or what he did on his. Oh, <laughs> see, I don't know about you, but I would be, uh, Gripster, I would be, um, I'd be trying to run Armadas and try to, try to get those last nine shards. Oh, that's, that's 12. That's, ugh. if it was like seven or eight, but, oh, of course, it had to be nine. So you have to get it three times. Ugh, of course, it works out that way. That's that Sculpey math. Man, that, that, that sucks. So, uh, what, uh, yeah, with the rare directives. Like I said, I, I, uh, I didn't know that they were going to change them. I just got lucky when I was doing them with the uncommons. Uh, I was just running them. I just started from day one. I wanted to try to get to tier two. So, um, what other uh, what other questions? Man, nine shards, that sucks. <laughs> oh, you were asking, I'm sorry, was that Blue Man? Did you ask me about the events? I was just asking for your, uh, like, what you felt, like, uh, oh, I really like this event, I want to see more of it, kind of, the style. Okay. You, you know what? Um, so, I like, uh, you know what, I mean, I like the fact that they have the Armadas now. I, I do like the Armadas. I like what the Armadas offer. You know, uh, they offer you a chance, you know, to get blueprints for ships that, you know, you may not have the ability to right now. Like, I, I you know, obviously my, my Romulan rep now is 10 million. I have no way of getting Tribune blueprints. Now with Epic credits, I had the chance of getting tribunes, you know, tribune blueprints and officers. Like, I don't have Lorca yet. So with the rare pool, now I'm getting a chance at getting Lorca shards. So I like that they've done it. I still think that there is a disconnect between what everybody feels is a proper, a proper value. I guess I would say, uh, to me, like, you know, <laughs> uh, and I, I want to make sure, let me, uh, I want to get the pictures up cause I want to make sure I, I say this right. I don't want to give uh, wrong information. So, um, with the, un, with the, with the, with the rare chest, um, yeah, with the rare chest, the way, you know, it used to be, you, you would, uh, you know, one chest was five thousand, two chests was ten, six chests was thirty thousand. Now one chest is two hundred thousand. So it's like 
you know, to go from 5,000 to 200,000 is just absolutely crazy math. Like, I, I don't, I don't see how that pack is, you know, 20 times more valuable um, than, than the, uh, I'm sorry, 40 times more valuable than the other pack. You know, like the G4 material compared to the G3 material, you know, the, uh, you know, the, uh, the chance of getting 10, 5, 4, you know, Larker shards, whatever it may be. Like, th- that is just, to me, that is not even close to being a fair comparison. Like, maybe 50,000, you know, maybe 100,000. I don't I even think 100,000. So I feel like 50,000 a chest is probably a better price, you know, because it's not like your, I'll say this, not like your rewards went up 40 times. Your costs went up 40 times, but my payout didn't go up 40 times. So it's like, you know, my payout, I would say maybe, maybe doubled. Now, the biggest, uh, the person who runs it, obviously, like, their their payout, but the same thing, the payout's not 40 times. So. To, to me, like I'm, I'm glad they did did the armadas, and, and I like the whole concept. But once again, I think the the scaling and the math is way off. I think it's way off. So that is uh, my opinion on on that part. Um, I like the uh, I like the um, you know the make it so event. Uh, that's cool. It's a it's a grinders event. You know, so, um, of course, if you're able to hit bigger ships, obviously you're going to score. So I'm sure that, you know, some people in their brackets are probably uh, gated out, you know, for that. Um, Because you may be in, you know, with with somebody who, you know, has the ability to score, you know, to knock out 50s. And, and you can't. So obviously that, that kind of hurts you a little bit, but you know, I, you know, you're going to have that to me in like all of it. That's where I think that to, to me, they should even the, in events, like it should all be a lot more brackets. The brackets shouldn't be gated with a groups of ops. It should be your ops and your ops only. So they just pay out more stuff, pay out more shards, and stuff like that, but I mean, I'm always in favor of the players. Uh, I I, I kind of second you on the bracketing because even if they just did a two level bracket, and even all the way straight into the fifties, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that it would also give more players incentives to move up into the into the into the forties, so they can get those better brackets, and maybe they'll get right. get that character as well too. And it put you know they're going to make their money on the on the back end anyway having players move up through through those ops levels yeah. and they're gonna have to spend money. So agree hundred percent on that. If you know if you know forty nine fifty that your bracket oh there's thirty there's thirty thirty spots in there. I'm gonna get shards no matter what. And it's just the added bonus of hey I've spent a ton of money on the game. I should I should be able to source this officer instead of struggling. Yeah. Because I I was ops twenty eight getting Lorca getting Gigi 
you know, tier two. And I have players in my alliance that are ops 43, 45, 46, and they can't, they didn't even sniff those, you know, right. those characters. So what were you going to say, Blue Man? Oh, yeah, I was going to at least right now I have uh, two counts on two servers. One's 39, one's 32. And the, uh, the 39 has, you know, like 30 Picard shards while the uh, 32 has 120. And, you know, I put in like, like 10 times more effort into my 39. And still, right. it, was just effortless. <laughs> it was effortless to get 90 shards from the auction. Versus seven shards I had as it would be like this little seven spots to have is just kind of ridiculous. Blue man, I've, I've got to ask because everybody below us is wondering why do you have two accounts? Well, it started out way early when like I hit a spot where like I really had nothing to do all day but just collect chests and then move on. That was just a time gate until I had a ship that I wanted to build. And like I was had a work phone and just wanted to try it out. And right. As time progressed, like I, I I just come back to it occasionally. But one thing I liked is like it's kind of a it's a nice little hindsight run through. Or like yeah. knowing everything I know now, its progression is minimum uh, and all the new content it's minimum ten times faster. Oh yeah. Now, gotcha. Gotcha. Obviously, yeah. Your your second gotcha. time. I, I hear people say that all the time because I always. You know, obviously talk to a lot of people who have two accounts, and I'm like, man, I can barely keep one account. I couldn't even imagine having two, but, you know, they that's what they always say is, uh, like Wham said, why not? You know, because you're, you, you know, your second time through, you're so much smarter in the game, so your progression is so much faster. And plus, it's, it's a lot easier to progress, you know, nowadays than it was, um, you know, two years ago. And, and the fun part is, like, on the second count, because it's, you know, the second count, I don't put a lot, you know, I don't have, like, real big goals or obligations. I right. Have. But because of the way I've applied my hindsight, it's like, it just comes to me. I don't I don't have to work for it. Like, it's, like, I, I just hit positive on the, tr- on the third faction for Romulan, and, like, I, from the very get-go, I banked, archived every single Romulan mission. So when I was ready to dig out of that hole, it took, like, Less than ten trips of hostile killing alongside all the missions I could mm-hmm. do. Oh yeah, because you're yeah. positive, and now I'm like sitting on like ninety k credits. I'm like, okay, I've done like barely anything, and I'm only halfway to an auger. <laughs> <laughs> that's, ex- that's exactly what happened with me. Uh, but Good there's funny. so few hours in the day. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah, I know it'd be tough to play. You know, two accounts definitely. You're right. Yeah, it's like uh, I spent a little. You know, I don't like just kind of double fisted. It's kind of like I spent a little time on that count today <laughs> instead of the other. <laughs> I mean, since when I started, I started back in, in August. So basically the game is now, if you can play straight for about nine nine months, you can get to Augur or an Enterprise or a D4. And, you're se- and I'm just, your second time through, would you only get one of those epics or would you still, would you still go after... All three. What me or yeah. no? This is my first first account. In ten months, ten ten months in the game. I did speed run. I listened to Rev. I listened to my buddy Hydra. I skipped all the common twenty ships. I north starred my way to twenty twenty seven. Got the Fortis. Got a Saladin as well too. 
and then I beelined it straight to the auger. Mm. Damn. So, no, nah, that, that was one thing, like, a uh, long time ago, me and Gregor did an episode of, like, and that basically is what it was, like, hindsight 2020, like, if, I think at the time, we were both early 40s, and um, that's what we had talked about, like, if we had to go back and redo it, like, you know, what will we tell people in the 28s and the 32s and the 34s, and that's definitely one of the things, is that, you know, kind of don't get caught up in like getting every ship. Cause you don't, you know, you don't like the rares, you know, in the G3, like you, like you said, like you did the right thing. In my opinion, you did the right thing. And even now with the Vador being so, or Valdor being uh, so good as a interceptor, like I, I think you could take that ship and go, you know, to an Epic and not even, not even get to Sally, you know, mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of skip. And, and then, and as people, in my alliance now, like they're starting to hit the forties, forty one, forty twos. You know, they'll they all ask, Hey, you know, what what G four minors should I get? And I say, None. You know, I would <laughs> max your G three. You know, the, the G four minors cost twenty times the repair, you know, than your G three. They're not gonna outperform your mining until, you know, it's like tier six. You know, and that's and it's you know, and it's a complete waste of faction. Curve. It is, yeah, it yeah. Is. And, and it's one of those things where, like, I would pick what ship that you want to get, whether it's you know a uh, Vadar. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't. I was saying the wrong. Yeah, the um, uh, I would pick what ship. Be be you know, don't get stuck. Hey, it's just the ships cost so much faction credits. And, and, you know, to, to me, you want to be strategic in what you want to get. Like, if you're, you know, if you're, if you want to get a Enterprise A, you know, then, you know, you're, you know, when you get up there, you're not going to, you're going to wish if you had bought a, you know, the rare or the common G4 ships and fed, you know, if you had got a Newton, like, you're going to want those 500, you know, 500 million, or I'm sorry, 500,000 faction credits back you know when you go to get your enterprise so you know save it you know the jelly don't don't underestimate the jelly first of all like i said you can literally with talon with pike moreau and talon the jelly can kill the heavies in the trader systems so you know you can literally uh actually there's a guy in my alliance right now who's a level 49 and that's all he has he has a 10 million jelly you know so what? he has a million ROM credits. So whenever he does go to level 50, like he'll be able to get, you know, get the Tribune. But he didn't get any other ship. He went right from Jelly. He's going to go Jelly to Tribune. So the Jelly is the jelly is going to do that. Uh, I want to say Tier 5, Cheapo. Tier 4, Tier 5 to kill, like, more than one heavy. So... No, uh, but, hey, hey, BG, look, you're 100% correct. I mean, there's a lot of things, and I, I think in retrospect, a lot of us would agree, we should just skip. It's fun to level up. It's fun to get a new ship, yeah. you know, that, that sort of thing. But in truth, you know, I, I, I have to admit, you are absolutely right. You just need to skip some of these things. 
You know, mm-hmm. you, you just don't need them. And I, I, I think I, I know who you're talking about in the alliance. They're going to go from a jelly to a tribune. Now, can we outrun them all day? Yes, but still a great ship. Looks good on screen. <laughs> yeah, and that does look big. That, oh, yeah. and, you know, I think it's one of those, like, ships are going to come and go. Like, I always say that, you know, ships are going to come and go. Your officers are forever. So, you know, focus on your research. Focus on your on your officers. You know, they're, they're going to help you in the long run. But, yeah, ships are going to come and go. Whenever you upgrade, you're going to be like, man, I wish I had the, you know, interceptor parts that I spent on or the Absolutely. parts I spent Absolutely. on. You're always going to, you're going to want those back when you get to the end goal. So uh, just, you know, be, be cognizant of that as you're, as you're making your way up and you're grinding, just, just food for thought for people as you, as you, uh, as you, as you progress through. Well, the other thing I would say is, don't try and do it all at once. And, you know, uh, again, you and I talked about this and there are several others, you know, I talked about this. Don't try and buy, and, and this, uh, I apologize, this is for spenders. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't do it all at once. You know, every now and then, you know, drop something on an, interceptor pack or a battleship pack this that and the other and that way when you're ready yeah you know you got it and just be strategic yeah i know that's not helpful to the non-spenders i i you know but for for those of us who do it's that way when when you're there when you hit 50 or you hit 42 or 46 and you look at the price Oh, I'm already there, or I'm pretty close, and I I, I think that uh, that's for a first world problem, but it's helpful. So, no, I mean, Wham Wham says there, you know, the auger can kill level forty niners, uh, explorers, you know, and that's true. It, it can, you know, and and like I said, the jelly can too. Those those are, you know, sometimes it's one of those things where. You know, if you you may have to grind it out for a couple of months, and it may take two or three runs, but it will be well worth your time. You know, six months down the road, you know, whenever whenever you get there, it's just a it's just a matter of uh, you know putting in the patience and and understanding that. So, I think Tipo, I still can't hear you. It says you got the the green, but I don't know if that's me. Yeah, I just see him green ring, but yeah, nothing. So, what other? Actually, I want to see. So, what other questions do we? Anybody else have questions? Actually, what benchmark should an Ops thirty nine hit before going to the four star? Um, I mean, uh, so I'm always so. So one thing is like if you're if you're somebody who buys packs. You know, and I'm not even if you just buy packs on, you know, one a week or two a week or or maybe, you know, four or five a month or whatever it, it may be. Um, I, I am somebody who who thinks that, you know, like the higher ops you go up. Th- this is not what I think. This is a fact. The higher ops you go up, the more stuff is in those packs. So, 
I'm always like that the faster that you can move your ops level, the better you are if you're somebody who who buys packs because you're gonna get more stuff for for your money. But I do think that if you are 39, you know, um, you know that you should definitely be somewhere, have a jelly or close to a jelly that your miners should be able to get to warp uh, 56 um, or at least have a ship that can get to the 75 cluster so that you're able to mine, you know, four-star material uh, because that that does start to become a uh, more part of your game. Now, you know, DJ wanted to stay at, he stayed at 39 for an extra two or three months. And he did that to basically dominate all the level 39 events. So if, if that is the case, you know, and you want to do that to take advantage of it and save your material, hey, there's nothing wrong with that, too. I think that, you know, to like what uh, Colm was talking about, hey, the reason why he was a level 28 and he had Larka and he had Giorgio and he had some of these all other officers that level 43 players didn't get is because there was less competition for him and it was easier to get at those. So it's the same thing, you know, at level 39. If you're a strong 39, you may be dominating your bracket. So it may be good for you to kind of stay there, you know, and absorb, you know, some of the quote-unquote ridicules I would always, you know, tease DJ about, you know, sitting at the kiddie table. But listen, if that's what you feel like is best, that's going to help you with your gameplay. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that as well. So, but the problem is, is that you know when you get to level 40, 41, the the research there, there's like a lot of things that enable you to, you know, improve your warp range, improve a lot of your research, so you're able to do things. Plus, like I said, you know, the packs. You know, and it's, it's you know, even though I told DJ a lot, man, these packs are so much better at 40. Like, you're like the one thing you notice, like, right, like the lat, like triples or something. It's like some crazy number. I think I got a pack today that had 155,000 lat in it. You know, I think in like a level 39, I feel like it's like 10,000 or I don't know, whatever it is. It's one of those things where it's like, oh my God, you get so much lat. Like, it's one of those things, like, as you get into the 40s, if you're somebody who buys packs, that's like a huge difference. So I think for you, it, it's, I don't think there's one cookie cutter way to like do it. You have to kind of like, it's a hybrid every time. Like what, what's going to work best for you. So there's both nothing to racing to getting up, especially if you're somebody who makes packs, but also if you want to stay and, you know, kind of milk everything like DJ did, you know, kind of win all the events, get more material for winning those events, plus get all those officers. There ain't nothing. There's nothing wrong with that either. So, so either way, I think you can't uh, because one is like you know, for instance, you know, with the jelly, you know, at thirty nine, you can only take the jelly to tier. I think it's tier one, um, maybe tier two. It's like one of those tiers. Like you need uncommon 
to tear it up further. And you got to be, you know, your ops has to be 40-41 to get uncommon parts. So it's like, uh, you know, that's, that's where you have to weigh out and balance. So go ahead. Other than scrapping a Mayflower. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, Austin. 100 Mayflowers to max it out. I think it was 109. There's a 39 to upgrade your jelly. Um, so I know of Scraps and Parabellum and Jelly Brawl. Okay. So those are where, so you can still get those, but your refinery is not till it's like 40 or 41. So as a 39, I can only get commons from Okay. Right. But okay. to be fair, that's also a lot of Latinum that's saved. Yes. So, so I know it doesn't uh, quite answer your question. It kind of gives both sides of the equation. I just think you got to do like what's best for you. So, and I don't think that there's right or wrong. I think that there's there's lots of pros and cons to both. So, all right. Anything else? Yeah. You know this. This is something you and I have talked about, and. I'm going to bring it up again. I know I'm, you know, kicking a dead horse. Um, But, you know, with multiple servers online, I'd like you to talk about online chat. You know, (laughs) that's something that Discord offers that I'm not sure we really utilize. You know, we sit there and we, we Discord or, no, I'm sorry, we Alliance chat back and forth. But, it's much, you know, when you and I talk or mm-hmm. we get a group on and we're talking, you know, the ability to say we're doing a, a an alliance or a, a, I'm sorry, uh, an armada. And it's, and, and you actually said this the other night, you bring this crew, you bring this crew, you bring this crew. I, I think there's a utility and an efficiency there. Unfortunately, I think it get lost. It, it's lost on, you know, a lot of people, a lot of alliances. I'd like, I, I'd really like to see us use it more, but I think we use it actually <clears throat> not too badly. No, it's, it's definitely as I talk with other admirals. Um, you know, it's one of the things that I do here. You know, I see some people do it. Some people. You know, some not everybody does it, but I think more more than what you may think. You, you know, um, to be honest. So, um, but of course, it also depends upon you know how many actives you have and stuff like that. I think, especially for takeovers, like you know, uh, to be able to you know, if you have a Discord, I would definitely have a voice, you know, a voice channel for your Discord. I think it helps. You know, it definitely helps with communication. So much stuff gets lost in uh, chat. So much gets uh, lost translation and text where voice enables you to explain things better, uh, faster. Plus, you know, obviously it uh, helps with the communication. So, uh, but then, you know, for takeovers, it's definitely uh, now, of course, you know, so many people talked about how stagnant TC was. So I guess it won't help in many cases. But I know, like, when we were being active in, in TC, it definitely helps with 
you know, coordinating attacks and coordinating, um, you know, the capture of nodes and stuff like that. So, um, or like I said, it, just to help like uh, boost, you know, team morale, uh, you know, and stuff like that. You know, like it lets your members be able to get to know each other better. So it helps, you know, build that that teamwork and and uh, creates like a strong alliance. So I think it's one of those things where if you're in an alliance and maybe you're just starting out with an alliance or you're a new admiral or maybe you're in an alliance that's dead and you want to build a new alliance, those are one of the tools. These are one of the tools as you create Discord. You know, these are things that, you know, that I think that you could do to help, you know, kind of, you know, get and and do, and know it'll it'll help you in the long run. You know, build build alliance too. So, um, just you know, it's definitely something that you know Discord offers. And if if your alliance is not somebody that does it, I would I would recommend you know trying to give it you know give it a whirl. You know, try it. Maybe it's like a once a week thing. You just try like, hey, we're gonna do voice every Saturday at six o'clock. You know, and and just hang out for a couple of hours, and and uh, you know, do it. You know, you don't want to do it during Sundays and Wednesdays because you got the podcast, so you don't want to you don't want to miss out <laughs> on the podcast. But you know, doing it other days might it might help. So, <laughs> anyways, so um, all right, I am not going to go for three hours. I think two and a half hours is good. So um, I do appreciate everybody's time. So one last chance if anybody has uh, you got one free hug from William. Everybody gets print that coupon off. So um, anybody, uh, you know, if you have any questions, uh, don't hesitate to PM me. I, I got a couple PMs and I'll I'll reply back to uh, later. So, um, but I'm always here to discuss uh, gameplay ideas. So um, I don't mind. Uh, you know, if, and if you want to talk voice, I'm I'm okay with that too. So I don't mind like helping out. So Stephen, Aaron, thank you, sir, for uh, doing what you do here, moderating everything. Thanks for the guys who came up on the stage. So Greg, I appreciate you sneaking in and dipping out, not saying hello, not saying goodbye, just being that guy. Can't believe that guy. So uh, appreciate everybody. So. Uh, I don't have the list, so I can't read off the gold patrons. So, but uh, well, thanks everybody. I appreciate your time. Thanks, uh, thanks guys, and uh, you guys have a good one. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.